Welcome back to the Brand Mary podcast. All right, today's episode, we are going to break down the client buying journey. You know, I have found that this is a video that I recorded last year, maybe, and it's one of my most referenced videos. What I mean by that is I am constantly driving people to this video, like no matter if they're asking me a question on social media or if I'm referencing something in a blog post around marketing or I have a private client who is asking me about the bigger picture of marketing, choosing a freebie, choosing an offer, I always reference this video because understanding the client buying journey is key to creating a brand and ultimately marketing that brand. Once you understand the process someone goes through in order to make a purchase decision, you can then identify what types of messages, what types of resources, even what types of offers you should be creating for your ideal customer. And so this concept of the client buying journey really goes back to what I always talk about here at Brand Mary, which is the importance of understanding marketing as a whole. Look, marketing is really just how you get your brand seen and paid. Ultimately, that is what it is. It is an avenue. You have this amazing brand that you want to share with the world, which of course, you want to monetize with your products, with your services, with your digital goods. And marketing is the way that you introduce your brand to the world. Understanding the fundamental components of marketing makes you a better marketer. Not just understanding how to master Instagram during the next 90 days because we know it's going to change or how to format your blog posts, but understanding how to elevate your marketing is going to support you at every level of growing your business, no matter how the platform changes or what might happen that's outside of our control. What we can control is how we are approaching our ideal customer. And so because this is such a popular YouTube video that I send everyone to, I wanted to repurpose it so it can live here in your ears. So in this episode, we are going to break down what the client buying journey is, the key pieces that you need to understand, because while you have one ideal customer, they may be at different phases of the client buying journey. I'm also going to talk a little bit more of how SEO plays a role in this, and you're going to be able to clearly understand how your lead magnets, your free content, your SEO, and of course your paid content play a role. You might also identify that your ideal customer typically falls into a different part of the client buying journey. For instance, your ideal customer might fall in all of these stages when they approach your brand. My ideal customer might understand that they've got a problem with marketing and they realize through my content that it's a branding problem. They might also discover my brand having already figured all of that out and are ready to invest. Again, more inside of today's episode. But you might also discover that the majority of your ideal customers are coming in at a symptom stage. This is true for a lot of my clients who are maybe in the health coaching industry where their ideal customer just has a lot of symptoms but hasn't identified the core problem. This will help you really determine what type of content to create. And then, of course, we always want to make sure that your SEO is optimized so that you can attract those individuals who are at stage four or five. All right. Let's get into the episode where I break down this entire concept piece by piece, and you can tune in as you learn the client buying journey, which is going to shift your marketing and completely 
elevate it. As a reminder to you, if you are listening to this episode in real time, you have an opportunity to join us inside a funnel in a weekend, which is my quick action mini course to help you set up your lead magnet, your opt-in, and your email funnel in as little as three days. This is essential when you are talking about marketing, and every single entrepreneur should really be focused on email marketing as a way to nurture their audience through the client buying journey. So after you listen into today's episode, don't forget to head over to brandmary.com slash funnel and grab funnel in a weekend for this limited time opportunity for just one payment of $97. Trust me, after you listen to this episode and you get all the inside scoop on the client buying journey, you're going to understand why this is essential. Why not save yourself a ton of time and energy and guesswork? And let me show you, teach you, give you all of the tools to get this set up quickly for your business. All right, let's get into today's episode. And I hope to see that you grab Funnel and Weekend over at brandmary.com slash funnel. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. So let's start by talking about John Dewey, who is the creator, philosopher, creator of the stages of the client decision-making process. Now, John Dewey created this five-part system, which includes problem or need, right? The I, your ideal customer is aware of their problem, right? That is stage one. Stage two is that they're in the process of finding information to solve that problem. So that's kind of the information search, right? That's when we go to Google and other fun areas to find information to solve our problem. Number three is the evaluation of alternatives. So that's they found the solution to their problem. They figured out there's a way to solve it. Now they're weighing which way am I going to go, right? This is when we're product shopping or brand shopping, trying to figure out the best one to solve our problem. Stage four is the decision-making process. So they've decided on the brand, on the company, on the product that they are going to purchase. And stage five is the post-purchase evaluation. So where they're sitting there and going, did I make the right decision? (laughs) I don't know. Can't wait for my product to come. Whatever. A lot of that last stage has to do with your onboarding process. So again, These are the five stages of the purchase decision process. Everyone goes through this part. Some people will go through it very quickly from problem to make a decision incredibly fast, sometimes in the span of like a couple days. There are some people, majority of people, I think, that kind of go through this process gradually. Now, this five-step process is important to note because you want to make sure that you are reaching people at every stage of the process and that you are creating content that is perfect for someone at every stage of the process. Now, I promised you a curveball, and in true Michelle fashion, I am going to share an alternative look following a very, very similar part of this five-stage process that I relate specifically to my content. So still five stages, but you're going to notice there's a bit of a difference when it comes to content creation. So number one is that your 
audience, your ideal customer, isn't even aware of the specific problem. So they've recognized that something might be up, they are, you know, feeling a little off, maybe they're like, oh, I think I wanna leave my job, I'm not sure, oh, I think I might wanna get healthy, something's wrong, I don't know why, right? Like that like in between where they haven't identified the specific problem. That is the first stage for me when it comes to content creation and something that I teach um, my audience. And the reason that it's important to think of this stage is many people who are coming to discover your brand are at a place where they don't know the specific problem, but through your content, through your education, through your marketing, you can help them become aware of the specific problem. And you can educate them on that, moving them quickly through the decision-making process. So number one, when it comes to content creation over here at Brand Mary, we believe that this is when they aren't necessarily aware of the specific problem, but they know that something's up right? Stage two is when they are officially aware of the problem. So you'll notice that I add a little bit extra in there from John Dewey's philosophy as it applies to content creation. And this is when they are aware of the problem. They know that they've got a problem, they've identified what it, what it is, and then they move into the next stage, stage three, which is that they are now aware of the solution. So some people might discover your brand aware of the problem and looking for those how-to posts, looking for quick solutions to their problem, but they're not necessarily aware that there's a product or a service that can solve that just yet. Once they move into the third stage, they are aware of that solution. So they're starting to say, okay, I know how to solve this problem, and now I wanna figure out the best avenue for me which leads me to stage four. That is when they are aware of the specific products and services. So you'll notice in stage three, that's when you're getting a lot of Google search, right? When we're aware of a solution to our problem, that's when we're starting to find brands and, and businesses and service and products specifically. And then stage four is when they're aware of the very specific ones and they're starting to dive deeper to follow those brands. That's when people tend to move from being a cold, audience to a warm audience, right? They're starting to consume more of your content, get to know you. That's where the no like trust factor is elevating. And then finally, in the final stage, they are ready to purchase. Now, this is when they have taken out their credit card, they've decided to go with your brand, and they are ready to make a purchase online or in person. Now you'll notice there are a lot of similarities between what I'm sharing with you and what John Dewey originally shared about this client process, but there are some differences as well. And I love to and encourage you to focus on the ones that I've shared with you as it applies to content creation. Why is that important? Because we have to understand that sometimes people are coming and discovering our brand not fully aware of how to solve their problem. They simply have a problem and now they're seeking out answers and information. That's why, as I mentioned before, some of those how-to videos or really knowing your ideal customer and where they're at can be really helpful in coming up with titles and content to share. As somebody moves through the buying process, they're looking for specific solutions to that problem. So integrating specific solutions for your audience can be incredibly helpful as well. Then, and this is where I think a lot of marketers miss the mark, you always want a way to attract people who are ready to purchase. 
So sometimes we, one of the things that I love to focus on is the content that I'm creating, this YouTube video, whatever you're watching, this blog post, this podcast, this Instagram reel, those are all ways to build trust with my audience. But listen, when we've got a, a problem, we know the solution and we're looking to purchase something to solve our problem, we go to Google and we look at search engines. And so one shift that I noticed in my business a couple of years ago is that we were getting a lot of traffic from Google for people who were specifically looking for personal branding coaches, personal branding consultants. And those people were very, very quick to move into a high level offer that I have called my VIP intensives. Typically, without consuming any other information from me. Why? Because they were at stage five. They already knew what they wanted and they were ready to invest. And I find a lot of marketers don't have this well-rounded marketing approach when it comes to putting their content and their information out there online. So it's important that you are making sure that you're addressing every single part of this five-stage process. OMG, I finally made a physical planner. Truth be told, I created this planner years ago, but we have finally brought it all together and created this physical planner for you to help you in your business. When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five, had a new baby, and I was juggling all of the things while trying to get my business off the ground and running. And even as I continued to grow my business for a few years, it was as a solopreneur. And so I really had to have a clear plan of action and a roadmap for what I was focused on every single day so that I didn't have to waste time sitting in overwhelm or wondering what I was going to be working on. I started implementing the practices inside of the new 90-day brand Mary Planner back in 2016 when I was juggling all the things similar to probably what you're doing right now as you work to grow your business. I spent a few years tweaking it until finally at the beginning of 2020, I felt like I had mastered the 90-day plan. That also just so happens to be the same year that I doubled my revenue, and I don't think that it was by chance. I really think it came down to having a really clear roadmap and intention on what I was going to be working on and what would yield the biggest results in my business. So we have created this beautiful planner for you. It is an 8 by 5 by 11 to serve as your key signature planner specifically for your business. It's not necessarily a place to jot down every single thing that you are doing in your life. We can save that all for our automated Google calendars, please. Those are on our phone. This is really for you to be intentional with the plans of your business. Now, of course, inside of the planner, there are tons of strategies because if you know me, you know, and it's so important in how you show up in your life how to plan. We talk about your business in general, how you plan your business around really important events in your life, and making sure that you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis. This planner covers all of the areas that I talk about when it comes to building a sustainable business. So, 
If you feel like you set these really big intentions for the year, but then you don't have a clear roadmap and action plan for actually executing those pieces, this planner is for you. If you feel like you can really get overwhelmed with all the different things that you could be doing in your business and don't actually take the time to map it all out and break it all down into bite-sized pieces, then this planner is definitely for you. If you feel like you are always running your business on full throttle, not taking time to actually check in with yourself or see how your business is feeling and make those adjustments regularly, then you guessed it. This planner is for you. This planner was really designed to help you build your sustainable business while making sure that your business doesn't take away from the beautiful life of freedom that you desire. You can head to brandmary.com slash planner to grab your planner today. Again, it's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash planner. You can also sign up for some additional resources that you get once you purchase the planner to help you improve your time management and productivity. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and see how it supports you in building your sustainable business and life of freedom. So what are some things that you want to have in place? I know you're curious, right? There are three things to have that will support you in making sure that you are hitting every single stage of this five-stage process with the content that you're creating every single week. Now, time out. If you want to dive into a workflow on how to create content every single week, make sure you watch my workflow video and grab my repurposing guide at brandmary.com repurpose, where I break down how to simplify the process of showing up consistently for your audience. All right. Three things to have. Thing number one, content that brings in new people, right? So this is typically content that people are discovering on Pinterest, YouTube, through your blog, right? Search engines. When we are in one of the first stages and the last stages, when we're not quite sure where we're at, maybe in the beginning, we're not quite sure the solution to our problem, we might be just browsing things that we do know are wrong on Pinterest, looking on YouTube, searching on Google. And when we're further along in the buying process, think stage four and five, we're specifically looking for products and services. That's why it is important that marketers do not just focus all of their attention on social media and instead have avenues for people to discover them. This is also why advertising is very effective because we can obviously target people that we know are our ideal customer, get our content in front of them and bring them in. But advertising or organic, it doesn't matter. What you're really focusing on is consistently attracting new people. And some of the content that works really well with this uh, is how-to content, educational content, and knowing your audience so well that you can use their language in your copy. So for instance, if I am a marketer and I am specifically marketing to people, I have a product that helps um, individuals who are highly sensitive, right? Empaths, you might say. Um, 
I, if my audience doesn't know that they are empaths, if they don't carry that label as being an empath, then I can't use that in my marketing because it's not gonna help me attract new people. If they're at some of the beginning stages, then I wanna talk about more of the feelings and the everyday things that are happening, how they're highly sensitive, how they tend to possibly um, be more affected by things that happen at work than maybe their colleagues, right? These are things that they've told me are happening in their day-to-day -day that I can use in my marketing. If I am using the term empath, but they don't know that's what they are, or they're not carrying that label, it's not gonna help me bring them in. Same with perfectionism. I talk to a lot of perfectionists. In fact, many of my clients are perfectionists or recovering perfectionists. But sometimes I won't use that in all of my marketing because some of my clients don't necessarily are aware that that is something that they have, but they do know the symptoms, right? Okay, so content that brings in new people. Some of my favorite platforms for this are blogging, Pinterest, and YouTube because they are search engines. Number two is content that warms up your audience. This is focusing on those stages two through four when people are discovering that you have a solution to the problem and they wanna to get to know you, right? We know that trust leads to purchase decisions. Storytelling leads to purchase decisions. Emotional connection leads to purchase decisions. So this is where you get to really amp up the storytelling. This is where you get to share more edutainment, right? Those fun videos, reels, all those different things. Show up on Instagram, share behind the scenes of your life to build that know, like, and trust factor with your audience. So content that warms up your audience is important. Once somebody finds your blog and joins your email list, how are you staying in contact? with them. Emails, Instagram, podcasting, all those different things are incredibly helpful for moving someone through the client decision-making process. And then finally, we have the third one. And this is something that every single business needs to set up today. Do not wait to do this. This is your site-wide SEO. You have a website. I know you do. You spend a lot of money on it and a lot of time on it. In fact, probably too much. And so <laughs> when it comes to Getting traffic to your website, specifically traffic that is in the fifth stage of the buying process, meaning they're ready to pull out that credit card, then you want to make sure that your website is optimized for those keywords. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this video, one of the keywords that drives a lot of traffic and a lot of revenue to my business is personal branding coach, personal branding consultant, branding coach, branding and business coach. Those are kind of my top and they've been working for me for years. The people who typically use that keyword are coming because they are ready to make a purchase decision. And I have those keywords on my site-wide SEO. It's something that you can, you do your research, you set it up, and you don't really have to worry about it again that has made the biggest difference in my business. I have a lot of resources on SEO, using SEO on your website over at the Brand Mary blog. Go to brandmary.com slash blog to check those out. But it's also something that I teach in depth inside of Brand Mary Academy. Brand Mary Academy is my membership community that teaches you how to market your business without social media. You can go to brandmary.com slash academy to learn more about that and join the waitlist to hear when doors are opening again soon. 
Now remember, it is important that you are touching your ideal customer at different stages of the buying process. We all go through each of these stages, some faster than others. And so when you wear this hat, when you're creating your content, it's really gonna help you make sure that you're consistently bringing in new clients, nurturing those new clients, and ultimately creating consistent revenue. There you have it. There are the stages of the client buying process. Thanks to John Dewey for giving us the original five. I had to put my own little spin on it as it applies to content creation and I hope that this really supported you in understanding that all of our ideal customers are going through these stages. We all do it ourselves when we're buying something, some faster than others, but making sure that your content and that you have the availability for people to find you no matter where they're at in the buying process is going to be key when it comes to creating consistent revenue. Make sure that you check out that repurposing guide at brandmary.com repurpose so I can teach you how how to create a workflow that allows you to create consistent content without the overwhelm, without the headache. I promise you, it can be a lot easier than we are currently making it. Go to brandmary.com repurpose to get your hands on that free guide and make sure you check out Brand Mary Academy at brandmaryacademy.com academy. Link below in the description. Get on the wait list to join us. Remember, SEO is just one of the things that we teach inside of the academy and everything that we're teaching is really rooted in this five-part process. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.